Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? I'm Kristen Cavallari. And I'm Stephen Coletti. We're so excited to announce Dear Media's new podcast, Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen, where we'll revisit all of your favorite episodes of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, and unveil behind-the-scenes secrets, tea, and all sorts of new insight into this groundbreaking show. So join us every Tuesday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm already feeling nostalgic. Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Hi, Dits. Hey, hey, hey. You're building quite a fan following. People... (laughs) <laughs> I was at the beach yesterday. People tell me they love my episodes with you. And we try to have you on once a month. But but those those are people that I've met in Miami who are part of the compound. Yes, but you have them. you have a fan base. I mean, girls DM you like, hey, are you Aditya from Anisha's pod? Like, it's a thing. Well, it's like an Insta DM. And then also people will message me on the dating apps, even in like different cities and be like, oh, you're the one from Anisha's pod. It's like, I'm not interested, but I just wanted to know uh, to let you know that, you know, I've heard your stuff. And then there was also the whole Reddit, the Reddit thread about me. And then I'm friends with some people on Reddit. So good times. Well, I want to share with the listeners, of course, it's, it's been a rough week in my world because we always say on this pod, you know, 
spiral every three to six months with your SO, with your partner. And every day, you can spiral every day with your friends and family, but kind of limit it to maybe every quarter with your partner. And so I had my first spiral outburst in a very long time with my fiance. I mean, I'm I'm surprised I'm still engaged after wasn't your wasn't your engagement itself kind of a spiral? Yes, I I would agree. (laughs) And it's been that was in May. Now we're in July. Sometime passed, I guess. Not enough, but yeah. So I spiraled, you know, I went off the deep end because my fiance didn't text me for nine hours. And I know that sounds like no big deal to a lot of people, but we don't really get to spend a lot of time together because of our schedule. So when we are together, you know, I'd like to know, hey, good morning, or hey, good night, or, you know, are you coming home? Are you working late? Like the the basic like communication, you know, in a couple relationship. So he hadn't texted me for nine hours. You know, I heard from him in the afternoon. And then I didn't hear from him till like 1030. And, you know, I'm stewing. I'm bubbling. So this is like nine daytime hours. Because obviously night is a little different, right? Because you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So I'm spiraling now and it's time for bed. Haven't heard from him. So, of course, it took everything in me not to text him some evil text, but I failed. Like the evil was just seeping through my pores. You know, by that time I had checked into Shutter Island. I was making my bed to stay the night in Shutter Island. And so I texted him like, do you plan on coming home? And, you know, of course he replied like, oh, I couldn't text you like an hour later, you know, and hot neighbor Julio's advice is always do not start an argument or a text or try to resolve a fight during a text war because Things get lost in translation. But, you know, we give the best advice on this podcast, but it's a Ponzi podcast. We don't take any of the advice we give you. And so he told me he physically couldn't text me an hour later and that he was sorry. And I said, you know what? I expect a text in the afternoon and then one at night. Like, are you coming home? Are you working late? And he said he got caught up with work and what he will do in the future is set alarms to text me. And that's when I, you know, jumped off the cliff. You know, I I fell off, went to the deep end because I was like, why do you need an alarm to remember to text me? But he's like, well, that's my way of building these habits because it's all new for me. And that's when I realized it doesn't matter how long you've worked on yourself. You know, we preach here about self-love and working on yourself, meditating. Nothing works when you're pissed off and you fly off the handle. And I lost my cool, had a major outburst, was very rude. That's you though. I feel like a lot of, maybe you haven't put as much work in because I used to be (laughs) a lot more, I've been a lot more short, short tempered in the past. And now I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. You know, you you're single like, now. Of course, but I've also been in relationships where I handle things very poorly in the past, and then those same things like you just handle a little bit better after every relationship. I think. And um, that's you know when I I learned that moving to Arizona has actually been smooth because of my friendship with you guys. You know, I've had you guys to lean on. I've had my family. I've had my friends like you. And 
friendship is important. That's how much I realized it was important because you guys have been there. I talk to you guys all day, every day. And that's why it hasn't felt, you know, shocking. Like, you know, I am alone when I am home a lot because, you know, we have busy schedules and I talk to you guys. I talk to my mom, but you were also there during the lows and you were also there to give me tough love. And on this particular instance, you gave me the tough love. Yes, uh, because I think in the past, I mean, in the past, you've definitely needed a soft love and, you know, us supporting you. But then there are times where we just call you out for being a brat, right? Because there are times where you're just going to be overreacting or throwing a temper tantrum and your friends need to tell you those things. And you've given me tough love before. And that's kind of like what a real friendship is. is You don't want to be like surrounded by a bunch of yes men, you know, who's who just kind of always are like, oh yeah, you're in the right. Like good friends will just kind of be like, yo dude, like you need to, you know, step it up or you need to, I don't know, like make these changes or maybe you're in the wrong, like people to tell you when you're in the wrong. I think I'm not saying you're a hundred percent in the wrong for these last few instances, but what I did say is you could handle it better. Absolutely. And you feel like a fool, right? Because as a woman, you just look like the crazy bitch screaming, right? You're just stereotypical, crazy fiance, girlfriend, wife. I feel like you guys drive us there and you guys I, keep cool, calm, collected that, yeah, I'm emotional. All I said was don't scream at someone after midnight. Don't yell at 3 a.m. And what do I do? <laughs> I decide to yell at 3 a.m. I'm like, if you're going to yell, if you're going to yell, do it in daylight hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just, you know, I was just like full of rage. I couldn't, it didn't matter what the time was, but my specialty is 3 a.m. yelling. Which is like, why? Like that's a, that's a happy time. That's like a sleepy time. There's, there's no room in anyone's life for yelling at that hour of the night. And my poor fiance who never gets to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we resolved it. Um, and I think part of the resolving was me apologizing for my poor communication skills and also for, you know, not being able to have a discussion, which I'll, mm -hmm. I'll say I wasn't able to have a normal discussion. Instead, I did what boomers do. I, you know, I started screaming and ranting and, <laughs> you know, I pride myself on not screaming. That's not what I do. You know, I usually have a monotone voice, but I was just so angry and that's, when it all came back to me, when you really love someone, you know, they're, they're going to piss you off because, because you care. And I think yeah, I felt I, vulnerable and I hated that feeling. My ego, you know, got in the way because I felt stupid. I felt stupid that you didn't text me and I felt weak. Right. And I think you need to address the reasons why that you felt those, you know, whether it's an abandonment thing or whether it's other relationships, because we've all been there. You know, I think, every relationship leaves a bit of scars and insecurities and stuff. Um, and I think in this case, like you owned up to your shit. And I think he even said the things that he had done wrong, you know, cause yeah. no one is ever blameless when it comes to a fight, especially between couples, right? Like it takes two to tango. And you know, a lot of, in some cases, obviously, like, yeah, maybe like one person cheated or something. And it's like, yes, it's your fault. But there are times where I think like both sides could have communicated better and also, like, even if one person's in the wrong, the other person could just, the reaction could be better, you know? 
Yeah. I'm like very pro keeping your cool, like writing a letter, like doing God. I think a you letter? Like, yeah. A letter. Really? Yeah. I, I would like write a letter would be like, I hate you. I hope you die. Well, I would write a kinder letter or like an email or something like that. I don't know. Because uh, I think it was like journaling and writing things down. Because then you can realize you can look at it and you're like, okay, this stuff is bad. As you know, because this the outburst in person is always going to be like off the cuff. So like at least if you write something down, you can look back at it when you're like less pissed off and be like, okay, wait, let me edit these parts. Yeah. That's the thing. You're too impulsive. Right? Oh, for sure. My mom says the same thing. She said, you're a bottle of champagne. You pop and then you simmer down. But when you simmer down, you've already done the damage. Yeah. And I think your mom is on the same page as me. She's just like, oh, you need to. Every, all of you, everybody's yelling at me every day. Yeah. You've been screamed at by everyone from your peers to your parents, to your, your sister, I think as well. But do you also think it's because I've been alone for so long and now I'm with someone? And oh, I for care. sure. My mom says her biggest concern with me is that I, that you just kind of, when you live alone for a long time, you just develop your own habits of like living alone, being a single person. And then it's hard to integrate someone in your life, you know? And it's like, yeah, I've dated before and I've definitely like had, you know, three nights a week with someone, whatever, but it's different when you, than when you live with someone, which is why we say you should never get married until you live with someone. Right. Oh yeah. Especially in your thirties. Right. Yes. And I would say like our living situation together, we were like, okay, that's great. We're compatible. But now it's a whole thing of communication because, you know, if I'm going to be home, am I waiting up for you now? Whereas when you're alone, you just go to bed. Yeah, that's true. But I do. I think you, there's different ways to handle things. I think, you know, for you, when you were mad just now, I think one day you just did a, a personal thing, right? You went to the movies, you like went just kind of like solo. For oh, yes. We'll, we'll get into that now. My recovery plan. You know, we, we forgave. Uh, we moved on. And according to my fiance, he needs an alarm. If you need an alarm to text, fine. You know, I'm not going to knock it. It is what it is. And he's like, that's his way of building a habit. Because for him, he's not used to texting someone every, you know, five hours. Like, oh, what, what are you doing? We're, we're both so used to being alone. But you just, you need some ground rules. Like for example, he's a busy guy. He's at the hospital. If he's doing in the middle of a surgery, he's not, he shouldn't be ex expected to text, right? He doesn't have like a desk job where he can text yeah. in, in between meetings. So you need to have the expectation of like him being like, Hey, I'm leaving. And like, this is the next time I'll text or I'll be home at this time. Like, are we having dinner together? Right? Yes. So then the next day, of course, was a Sunday. This all happened on a Saturday. And I think I was also pissed because it was like Saturday and I was like alone and like spiraling. But the next day was a Sunday, the recovery day. And I took your advice. You know, I went to the movies alone. I saw Thor. <laughs> I liked it. And I had a lovely lunch at a bougie restaurant alone. And, you know, I used to do that all the time when I was single. I, I didn't give a shit. And it just, it was peaceful. It was calm. And I took time to gather my thoughts. And of course, you know, I thought of how foolish I was, you know, what a insecure, you know, imbecile I was acting like, but I care. That's the bottom line. I, that my behavior was because I care. Yeah, of course. Um, I definitely think it's good to cool down on your own. Um, it's difficult to integrate two lives together, but you know, as long as you like learn from this incident and he learns and you guys like communicate better for the next time and there's less 3am screaming and more like productive, like what, what I like to call productive discourse, you know, like, you know, here's a conflict, like how do we resolve it? What's the time frame? What's a 
what's a good way to like even have a fight in a healthy way, you know? Yeah. And I also think a lot of this outburst came from my ego because in my head, I'm like, how dare you not text me for nine hours? Like I didn't even cross your mind. That's my thing is like, see, this is where I'm on your side. Like nine hours isn't that long of a time. Well, that's what everyone says. And I disagree. Like what, like what were you doing in those nine hours? Like nine hours is like a full, is a full work day. Spirally. If he's in in my world. Oh, so was he working on the Saturday? Okay. Well, I was spiraling on a Saturday alone, you know, watching. That's true. I will say that you and me are definitely people where we, our weekends are kind of sacred where it's like, we like to spend time with the people we're dating on the weekend. Like if we're single, like who cares? Right. Yeah. But if you're, if if I'm dating someone and I don't see them on the weekend, it, it makes me sad. And it's like one thing if you're not meeting because like, oh, okay. It's like, you know, they're busy, they're away. But it's kind of, it sucks to be in limbo where it's like, okay, it's like, what do I do now? It's the weekend. Like, do I do yeah. something alone? Do I make other plans with friends? Do I wait around for this person? I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, I was just spiraling and I realized also uh, in that weekend, you know, what a toll it has taken on me to move to Arizona, but it's been smooth because, you know, obviously my fiance is amazing and so kind. And then I have you guys. So it hasn't really hit me. And maybe that was the weekend it hit me where I was like, I'm alone on a Ooh. Saturday and I maybe missed him and I missed all of you. And of course I could have called people to hang out, but you know, I didn't, I didn't really want to hang out with those. And you, miss your, and you miss your family as well. Oh, so much. You know, I call my mom every day. It was a, it was a lonely weekend. But you're, and meanwhile, you're calling your mom and your mom's like, leave me alone. My mom's <laughs> literally like, shut the fuck up. Leave me the fuck alone. Stop and she's calling like, me. Go live yeah, your life. Like, He's like, leave me alone and like shut your mouth until the papers. Yeah. My mom is like, with your, you know, nonsense, you know, your check out of Shutter Island, realize <laughs> that you're with someone incredible and, you know, get it together. And, and I agree. And it's, I don't know if it's a late bloomer syndrome, the Toys R Us kids mentality. Like, yeah, I have a lot of work to do, like you said earlier. And I thought I had done the work, but it seems like I need to go talk to someone again and that's okay <laughs> you can get, go in and out of therapy well isn't the pod another version of therapy and just our pod squad where you message us like you know 50 texts in a row and like 10 voice messages about like your spiral yeah. and then you and me and neil and hot friend sheets we're all just kind of like yo what's the deal well now you're you keeping know. you're keeping me and sheets in therapy Oh like, yeah, she yeah, she's she's was calling me for a while. Now she's good. I hung out with her and yeah. uh, and her boyfriend this weekend. So yeah, everything's going pretty well, I think, for for you guys. You know, with the spirals, with the spirals, um, and I think you know the the home life. You know, you you're both very happy in your relationship, so that makes me happy. You know, thank you. No, yeah, you you guys are amazing. Like I don't know what I would have done without you guys, but you know, what's happening on your end? Like, I know you've made big strides. You've become friends with your ex, which I think is always nice. Like you're on talking terms. Like that's a big mm-hmm. move. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we, we had a couple of flirt of a flurry of emails. She reached out to me, which was like very big of her. And I think she just like wanted to like be on good terms at least. So, uh, we're just like talking, like we'll grab coffee and then, um, just kind of like give book recommendations to each other and just, you know, we're, we're on good terms. I think we're both on the same page of like, we're not looking to date anyone right now because we both have like a lot of work to do in general, um, whether it's career stuff and just personal growth. Um, 
And I think that's good. And like, you know, obviously there's always a chance things can work out down the line, but maybe not. And that's okay. Right. Because um, I think we both realized from our relationship, the, the, the parts of our life that we need to improve, right. Whether it's like fitness or whether it's mental health, whether it's um, just like developing other interests or um, just, you know, where, like, where do you want to go in life and defining those things? Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. You went to Cabo. Uh, yeah, I went to Cabo on July 4th. Uh, some really good friends from business school went. One of them, her parents had a place. And uh, it was two friends, their boyfriends, and then another guy. So six of us. How did you feel on that trip, you know, being with two couples and then your friend? Um, yeah. So obviously it was better than just being a fifth wheel. So I, the other guy I didn't know, but like, obviously as like the wheels, we kind of like got along and a couple of dudes hanging out. Um, but it was honestly fine. Cause like, my thing is I'm very, like my very good friends. I'm like very, I'm close with all of their, um, SOs, like, especially my female friends, their boyfriends, it's just like easy to become friends with them. And I would say the same for Neil, like Neil and I are both good friends with all of our girlfriends, SOs, including yours. And like, we'll just like text all of them separately about stuff that might not interest you. And just like, we'll bombard each other with like stupid memes and videos. Um, and I think that's important. I think like, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I said this before, like the easiest way I think to keep a friendship or to like endear yourself to someone is to be friends with their SO or like to get along with them or at least to support their relationship. And the fastest way to like have a relationship fall apart is to start trashing their SO. And I don't understand why, why do people do that? Like, especially like I've seen cases where like you'd never even met the person and it's like, Oh, this person has a shitty job. This person's lame, whatever. It's like, I'm not saying you should trash someone, but don't do it when you never even met them. It's like, like, who are you? Like, Oh, you're based on one Instagram photo. Like, like go F off, you know? And you're probably going to get cut off or dropped at that point, because I think you need to realize when someone has a partner, you know, they've decided that person is, you know, who they're going to be with. And you're either going to be in or you're out because at that point, if it's a couple, you know, I don't know many couples who are friends with people that don't really get along with both people in the relationship. It eventually evolves. And there's so many of my guy friends were like, they're just very bad at communicating so I'll talk to their wives more regularly because they're just like better at giving advice and they're better at just like uh, just being available and just like talking shit. And that's fine. Right. And I think that's important. And people also just need to realize like everyone's very protective of their SO. Um, and, and it's almost like I know girls where they're like, you can like insult me and abuse me all you want. Like I can take it. But like if you come after my boyfriend, like I'm fucking ending. 
Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Uh, you know, I can say whatever I want here about, you know, my fiance not texting me, but you know, you don't want someone else saying anything, you know, it's your relationship. So I understand that, but I've been seeing all the Instagram posts and TikToks. you know, it seems like everyone is in Europe. It's like, how <laughs> is everyone in Europe? We still don't know. It's a mystery, but <laughs> how is that? Is how is everyone affording Europe right yeah. now with, in, with inflation and God knows what else? Is yeah, we said, we said that like the last time, but now I'm still like, you know, perplexed. But I just spoke. And it's to not even it's not even August yet, and that's when more like even more right. people are going to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean the real ones know Europe is for September, but that's you know a different. Context. Oh, I was I was in London for work for two days, and it was just so hot. And actually, today in London, my parents are still there. It's like the hottest it's ever been, and it's just like that doesn't sound fun to me. Like I'm no. perfectly happy here in New York, like with our you know temperate summer weather. Same. I mean, I'm frying in Miami and Arizona indoors. But I can't imagine like going to go see the Eiffel Tower, you know, in a oh, hundred no. degree weather. But, like, no. But I guess this is our transition to uh, FFV. Yes. So we came up with a new term. Me and Aditya were talking yesterday. I was gossiping, you know, with him yesterday about our mutual friend. She has been seeing someone for a few months now. And we've said this on the podcast. In order to see if a relationship is going to go somewhere, you need at least three domestic trips and one international trip. And they just took their international trip. Yeah. Yeah. They took their international trip. They went to five. This international trip is like, does this like Mexico or Canada count as international? I don't know. Do you want me to be an asshole and say no? No, I'm just, you need to define these things because. I think at least like an eight hour plane ride away. Like at least a red eye. Yeah. Now come on. (laughs) You know, a red eye, a red eye, and a body of water, and like a five hour time difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she went with her partner, her boyfriend. They became exclusive. They took their European adventure trip. They went to five different countries, and she just got back. We hung out last night, a bunch of us. And I said, Okay, so what do you think? Do you think you're going to marry him? And she said, I don't think so. I was like, okay, well, then I guess it was just fine for Europe. FFE. But then I said, F just, it can just be FFV, fine for vacation. Fine for vacation. And so that's a new term, guys. You know, it's okay if you're lonely, it's summer, you met someone you get along with, you go on a trip, and then after the trip, you realize, hey, maybe I don't want to marry this person or date this person long term. I don't see them as my life partner or, you know, a parent if you want children. And so it's okay to date someone for just a vacation and a few well, it's, trips. It's kind of like the other side of like winter cuffing season, right? Like you obviously want your winter boo, but then there's also the summer vacation boo, right? I was talking to someone who was single in May and she was like looking for a boyfriend. I was like, don't you want to be like hot girl summer? And she's like, I'm going to be honest. Like I actually would prefer a boyfriend this summer to travel with. And like, she spends a lot of time with her family in one of these Hamptons type places and her family is at home. And she's like, oh yeah, my, my siblings all have their SOs, my parents. So it's actually better for her to have that person for the Cape or the Hamptons and whatever European vacation you're having. So like, that's something I actually didn't think about. So this, it's almost like a second cuffing season or the other side of it. And it's like fall and spring are the times you want to be like single. Yes. And it's okay to date someone just to go on trips and then move on. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, it's annoying, right? Like, you know, you're, 
I've been on a lot of trips where it's like, I wish I was with my partner or even just like someone, right? Like someone you can just like travel with and yeah, like you have a couple bones and it's fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. And there were times, you know, I wanted to go on trips and guess what? Friends weren't available. Mom wasn't available. Sister wasn't available. And I had to go alone and I didn't mind, but it would have been so much more fun if I went with someone. And like you said, had a few bones, a few memories and, you know, move on. Actually, more than the bones for us, it's like the food, right? Like you want to go and have really, someone really, to eat with. Right. You want to have somebody, it's like, it's like I, I would say it's almost more important than boning. It's like, this is why I said I can't date like a vegan or a vegetarian. It's like, I want someone I can go and split a bunch of meats with and enjoy myself in yeah. Europe or wherever. Like eat all the yummy desserts, have a few cocktails, you know, laugh, talk. And you know, it's ending once fall comes around. Well, this is what we what we also said: starve in America and eat. Yes, this is a, another new method because I ate, you know, all the things in Iceland, London, Amsterdam. Didn't gain weight. Dits just went to London, and I said, "Dits, go eat everything in London. You won't gain weight. Didn't gain well, weight." It's because everything is in smaller portions there. And it's natural. made with better uh, ingredients, and also these are these are places in Europe's like every big city in Europe is made for walking. Yes. So we're like getting fifteen thousand steps a day without even trying. And then, you know, uh, in America, yeah, maybe you can walk around in New York or, you know, in Chicago, but like, if you're in LA, you're driving everywhere. If you're in the suburbs, I just assume you're, I don't, I don't even know what you're, you're driving, right? Driving. So if you're just driving and eating your in and out every single day, yeah, you're going to gain weight, but you know what? You can have your normal size portion of pasta in Rome, and then you can walk around just all day and get your exercise that way. So eat what you want. Yeah. Well, so we've said our... starve in America. And again, when we say starve, we mean like, you know, have a green juice, have your broccoli or whatever, or side of salmon, whatever you eat, your vegan sweet potato, <laughs> and then eat everything like eat the gluten, eat the bread, eat the sugar, you know, eat all that the dairy <laughs> in Europe or, you know, abroad. <laughs> and then the other thing is like, you, you mentioned like, you know, wanting to travel with a partner. It's like my parents like have a ton of expiring miles and they're like, go on a trip, go on a trip. And I'm like, I don't want to just go on the trip for the sake of the trip. Like I want to go with someone, right? So if your friends aren't available, like I'm not the kind of person who likes to travel alone. Like I travel alone for work, which is fine. Like, you know, I have no problem doing that, but I don't like want to like spend a weekend vacation alone. So it's almost like I need my F F V. It's like, maybe I should put that in my, I should put my hinge profile. Like, Hey, uh, my, I have a ton of expiring miles. Like, does anyone want to come on vacation with me? (laughs) <laughs> and you're being modest. Your expiring miles are like to Singapore. It's not like, oh, let's go to LA. Yeah. My mom was like, you should just take a, take a trip to Singapore, business class on Singapore Airlines, eat some noodles there and fly right back. Like, <laughs> Sounds fantastic to me. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think like overall in terms of um, like the message I, I, want, I definitely want to get across is like friendships are important in supporting each other. Like you know, in general, but also each other's relationships. But also I think one thing was uh, the person you date. I think the friendship part of that is important. Do you want to go into that? Yeah, I mean, I, I say it all the time, not to be crass, but you know, we are crass. Uh, friendship before fucking, yeah, it's important. I mean, you can do the fucking, but it's just, what annoys me also is when I, you know, my dating app experiences over the summer has been just a lot of flaking, right? A lot of I, I can't stand that. You know, flaking, if you're on a dating app and your plan is to just flake, you know, I think there should be like a marker, like do not talk to this person, they flake. 
I think there should be a star rating system. Yeah. Um, like in that Black Mirror episode or even that It's Always Sunny episode of dating where it's like, you're actually just going to rate someone not on looks, but like in terms of like, were they just pen pals? Like, were they people who tried? Did they show up to the date? Did they like, you know, did the guy pay? Like all these things, like if you show up to a date and it doesn't work out, like so be it, right? I don't mind a one and done, but the like, I've had three last minute cancels in the same week to the point where Neil, our friend Neil was like, what's going on? Like what's uh, happening with, you know, your process. So I just think it's like, it's just such disrespect and it's something that right. you wouldn't do to your friends, right? You wouldn't cancel on your friend with 30 minutes before a meeting, right? That's not okay. Um, and then it's like the, oh, like, oh, I, it's the same excuse. It's always like, oh, uh, I met my, you know, I met a friend last week and my friend's cousin has COVID. It's like, okay. It's such <laughs> like, a shame excuse now you know to bring COVID up as an excuse now for everything yeah you know, i'm not buying it it's old news like yes it's still there but don't text someone 30 minutes before your date and say you can't go because your cousin has covid i mean it's lame <laughs> and it's also just like maybe you could ask me you could say hey just wanted to let you know that i may have had a COVID exposure and you know what my answer would be like i don't care yeah and, and we have friends that have the COVID boo, you know, fine for COVID. Like now you're COVID, you know, you want to keep dragging COVID till, you know, we're for the next 10 years, go ahead. You know, I think it's a lame excuse at this point. It is. You need to get on with your, like, for example, I dated someone at the beginning of COVID who was so scared of meeting people. You know, I was, you know, I was out there like going to like illegal house parties and I would meet this girl once a week. And she was like, no, 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 I'm okay seeing you, but like, I won't see people. And I was like, but I was with the same people last night. And she's like, it's fine. So like illogical, but even this girl, guess where she is right now? She's in Italy on vacation with the guys she's been dating for six months. And I'm very happy for her. Yes. So if that person can be out and about, like, why do we care about COVID exposure still? So it's- Yeah, and we're going to get a lot of shit for it, but I really don't give a fuck. I don't care. No, I don't care. It's like. I don't care if you're like a super pro lockdown left wing person. I don't care if you're a right wing MAGA person. It is rude at this point to cancel on someone for COVID. Like unless you literally have COVID yourself, but then at least you can be, I would meet someone on a date if they had COVID. Give me the choice, right? Exactly. <laughs> Give me the choice. We've Give had it like cho- four times already. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, I, you know, Probably I've had, had it COVID. like three times. Exactly. So that's kind of the state of dating right now. Uh, a lot of the cancel. It's it's like the people are out on the apps, but there's a lot of canceling and there's a lot of excuses with the COVID or the like, oh, I don't feel so good. Uh, let me just say that, you know. Um, and then the people who are like, I'm not normally this flaky, but it's like you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm not a, I'm not a flake. It's like, but you're flaking. <laughs> Your actions just proved otherwise because you're flaking 30 minutes before. There's a time to flake as well, right? If you're going to cancel, I always say 24 hours before. Or even the morning. It's like, I'll message someone in the morning, like just confirming for later. Yep. See you then. And then 5 p.m. rolls around. Hey, I can't make it. It's like, well, I planned my entire like commute home and like the thing I'm doing after like around you. So. But you know. I put those people in jail. Like I wouldn't even see them again. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's funny because I sent you a, a bunch of profiles on hinge and you and the ones that you picked are all the us don't go out with them or the ones who all flakes. <laughs> yeah, I have a good intuition. But yeah. um I'm home this week with the parents and we're having a big weekend, you know, next weekend. Our 
me and my fiance, our parents are meeting for the first time. So that's exciting. Oh, wow. So he's going to come meet you guys in Miami. Yeah, we're going to, we're all going to meet um, in Dallas, but it'll be exciting. Uh, this week, we're just doing interviews, filming Family Karma. That's why I'm home. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. It's a big weekend, a lot of things happening. And this is life, you know, when, once you're with someone, right? Like, it's just each week is a new step, a new thing. Yeah. And I think it's also tough because you're, you're doing it at a different pace because of the age, right? Like, you know, you look at our, you know, the friends that we all have that got married when they were in their twenties, or even like, I know friends who got married at 34, but they started dating when they were like 27 and 23. Right. So this is all happening when you're geriatric. If we waited five years to marry people, we'd be like 50. Yeah. Well, I was talking to another friend, you know, and she's 40 something and she just had her kid and she's like, I'm going to be like 80 when my kid's like 30. Oh, if that's the worst, the, the game you play of like, how old will my kid be? Or how old will I be when my kid is in their high school graduation? And you're like, oh yeah. God, that's. And then the, the other game is like, oh, what, what were my parents doing when they were my age? You know, oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> they were, you know, established. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm 35 and my dad had me when he was 33 and he had my younger sister when he was 37. So like best case, I have my first kid at the same time my dad had his second kid. Yeah. That's like a best case scenario. And that's in two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta find I that can... girl to get on Singapore Airlines with. <laughs> well, Julie, yeah, taking... Julie, the astrologer, remember our famous astrologer, Julie, she has told uh, Ditz, it all is going to change in August. That's when the love starts. Yeah, I need to book an appointment with her. I I think August is a good... T- I mean, August is still the end of the summer. And then I think at least September, October, November, like that's prime time. Like you got to... Yeah. that Like that is the period where you just got to like go full steam and just get out there. Because I think people are back, right? From their European vacations and their Hamptons houses or whatever. Yeah. Because um, I do think the dating pool in the summer is a little, a little rough. Um, yeah. you know, either people are on the apps, um, but not available time-wise or they're just like, you know, swiping for fun. We went through the, all the ghost profiles. Yeah. Like there's just, it's just a interesting mix of people out there. And then emo depression starts like around no- November. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe you can catch someone like in desperation where like, fine, like, I'll, you know, fine. Like, yeah, you can find for winter, right? Fine for winter. <laughs> Winter's long, you know, just, you know, there were fine for COVID, you know, COVID booze. Now there's a fine for vacation. And now we have fine for winter. I mean, we get it. That's life. That's reality. Fine for rent. rent. I I almost don't. Exactly. It's like, can you split the rent with me? Fine for rent in Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, I almost like, my thing is like starting to date someone in like around now, July, August, September is like kind of rough because if you get to that three, four month mark, which is normally when relationships are the, you know, make or break, you don't want to like be dumped in December. Cause that's happened to me before, like a lot, like three of the, like, I don't know, two of the last four years or something. Like you're dumped in December, like right when it's the, like right before the holidays, when it's darkest, like the coldest part of winter is coming and you're like, you know, fuck my life. <laughs> and then new year's you're like slitting your wrist. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're like, let me, uh, yeah. Like the new year's kiss comes around and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Like, yeah. like, so my thing is like, I, I, I would love to make it official with someone in December. It's like spend the fall having like summer is like for fun with friends. 
And then the fall can be like, you know, date a couple people and then like maybe go exclusive in like December. I love that. And then that way, after your three month or four month dumping, it's April again. And you're back for the next Pequot. Well, we're hoping that you are now finding someone that you're going to marry, right? That's what you want. Apparently. I mean, that's the hope, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'll happen. I love that for you. (laughs) And I'm excited for you. And thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's always fun. All right. Bye, Dits. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.